Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide. Usually we're queer to answer your questions, but today we are queer and here um, to talk about the rest of Love Always. So if you've tuned into that before, uh, this is kind of our follow-up to the first half of the episodes of that show. So what did you think overall about the show, Gina? Um, well, Cheyenne, I love that was our sneaky way to get our names in there. Um, <laughs> I, um, I liked it in terms of like, glad we got queer TV, glad it's not like the same, you know, show we always got, but I feel like mm-hmm. I had some good, I had a lot of critiques in part one and yeah. I'm, I feel like I have, I, I wouldn't say more in this one, but I feel like I was more excited in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, I was like, this was a dating show and is now more like, who's less problematic than the other person. And that's yeah. who's left. And that's where I'm, that's where the show's kind of lost me. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, is she picking people based off who she likes or who's created the less stress and problematic behavior? So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, I didn't leave it as like jazzed as I did the ultimatum or anything, mm-hmm. but I will watch season two if they have one, like they alluded to. Yeah. They were definitely alluding to it, which I thought of as a positive and I don't know if that means we're going to get like better quality audio, which I know we talked about a lot in the beginning, more no, video Thank you content. for saying that because didn't it get worse? Didn't the audio worse. get worse? Oh my God. When they were playing that one game, I had to turn my TV down so much because it was so loud. They were screaming. I'm and I was so like, glad it wasn't just me because I was like, is it my TV? Like no, mine's a cheap bad. ass TV, but, and then it was like that on my phone too. So I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. And I was like, bad. It just really put into perspective for me because I watched Too Hot to Handle the other day and I was like, wow, like I really appreciate the confessionals now and I appreciate the audio and the visual and all the kinds of content and scenarios we get. Like it just like felt very lacking and I hope they do get a second season and I hope that second season is higher quality. Like hopefully they have like a bigger budget for it. Um, I feel like I've seen like other shows that, seemed higher quality that didn't get a second season so I'm not super hopeful about it but you know I'm hoping that maybe even us talking about it gets a few more lists or a few more viewers into that show Um, yeah so we left the drama last time I think off on like the hook with what was going on with Tyler and Sienna Mm -hmm. and like I think we were kind of confused because like we weren't getting the full story in the first five episodes. And I think we were kind of waiting for like episode six mm-hmm. and seven to really spell it out for us. And I feel like and we still didn't get it all. I was gonna say, and I'm still pretty confused. <laughs> yeah. But I, so when, when C is her name, Sierra or Sienna, I already Sienna. Sienna. When Sienna was like, I don't want you to get canceled. I know she was referring to when he was like, oh, I can turn you straight which he mm-hmm, shouldn't have been mm-hmm. saying. And I think was the ultimate reason Lexi was like, so you're not going to be sticking mm-hmm. around as a result of you like saying that problematic comment. But I will say like, and I don't know if this is problematic of me to say, but some of the people in the house were like, as much as Tyler was wrong, Sienna was also playing into it. And I do think that's true. Like, I do think that Tyler was wrong and he was taking things too far. But mm-hmm. I also think Sienna was entertaining it a lot. And yeah. is that because she felt pressure from like comp hat? Maybe. And, you know, maybe. But also it's like, 
at some point you've got to not flirt back or like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing to just be like, and kind of like, let it go than to play into it. Like she's on camera being Mm -hmm. like, I like our banter. And it's like, yeah. And she said she didn't like it in front of other people is when it became an issue for her, which is fine if that's what she wants to do in private. And obviously it doesn't have to go any further than that. And maybe he was kind of alluding that like she let him on and it should go further. And obviously like that could be her boundary right there. But it didn't seem like she was taking any accountability for the role she was playing in the dynamic instead of being like, yeah, I flirted with you and I shouldn't have. She was just like, no, that like never was the case. Uh, But then it was kind of, it was very contradicting. Like a lot of the things she said to everyone in the house, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I also think she could have been like, I was flirting with him, but then he said this comment that made me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, there was no ownership at all, really. Yeah. Um, And since we're already talking about Sienna, um, she instantly became like my least favorite person Mm -hmm. on the show, like super quickly. And a lot of it is because Lexi just kept giving her passes. Like she got a pass for the Tyler and the Jamie situation. And she gave Tyler a lot of passes at first too, but Sienna, she definitely like also got a lot of passes. Yeah. And I think that's a commentary on Lexi because she was like, there are people I actually have feelings for though. And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. yeah, but if they're showing you their true colors, like that's what your relationship's going to be full of. So why Mm -hmm. would you be more attracted to that? And the Tyler situation was one level of annoying, but the Jamie and Sienna situation, I'll admit was a a level of it of annoying that I was kind of here for living for. Yeah. It was the gayest thing I've ever seen on reality. Queer drama. Yep. That's the dyke drama. I want that was like yo you've got me hooked where was this you should have Mm -hmm. had a whole house where people didn't know their ex was gonna show up that's the show yeah (laughs) yeah and just to see if they yeah yeah that is the show and that was like the juiciest shit that went on and I don't think we got the whole story or any everything that happened with them just because I feel like there were so many there was so much footage missing from the show right and like well and they also lied and like yeah it was them also because like yeah it was like they went to college together but they didn't go to college together Mm -hmm. they were dating and then it was like well we weren't dating but we tried to and I Mm -hmm. I tried asking my girlfriend so I don't know I think though like they definitely had too much tension to be living in a house together where they're there competing. was really a lack of rule yeah and they were competing mm-hmm. like, yeah it was such a in like the way that Jamie would talk about things I was like you don't make any sense yeah that's how I you felt about a lot of them whenever they would talk about the conflict that was going on in the house or like beef and everything was so vague and it was so and we didn't get to see it play out because of the lack of footage so it was just like you know they're saying all this stuff and it's just like what are you talking about like we are missing a big piece of the puzzle here I feel like that's frustrating I don't yeah the people who are in this age group I feel like it's a good they're very in tune with their feelings in a good way Mm -hmm. but then I feel like they will make mountains out of molehills in a sense Mm -hmm. and so like little drama becomes like big things and then everyone's like everything changed after that but it's like you guys are 19 years old. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's kind of just being a 19 year old. Like, I feel like that's how my brain was when I was 19 because I didn't have as much like context or like life experience or like 
growth and knowledge and he, and all this shit. And it's just like, yeah. you're kind of thrust out into the quote unquote real world with probably a fucked up childhood and sure. like messy experience with your parents or peers or whatever. And it's just like, everything is the end of the world because what else do you know besides world's ending? Like that, that was it's giving <laughs> that Kylie clip from I am Kylie where she was like, this is the year of me and my friends just realizing stuff. And we've just yeah. been, you know, coming to like realize and it's just mm-hmm. like a lot for us. And everyone's like, yeah. girl, what the fuck? But like to her, that meant so much. And that's why I feel like these contestants are speaking. They're like mm-hmm. everything in the house, the vibes are off and this is happening. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we're getting nothing. performance trigger. And this person is like, whatever. And I'm just like, I don't even know what you guys are upset about. I have no mm-hmm. clue. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think if we saw more of what was happening and got more confessionals, it would make a little bit more sense how they speak about things. But I think True. it was a mixture of like not seeing very much outside of the challenges and them not being able to articulate what was actually going on in the house <laughs> or not and wanting then- to. How about the mess of a, the masterpiece of a mess that was Lexi sitting down with Jamie and Sienna and just being like, listen, oh my God. I need both of you to just like lay it out the way that the two of them reacted. I had to watch it twice because I was like, mm-hmm. that was the most chaotic thing I've ever witnessed with on, on television with my own two yeah. eyes. Like they just, and they were like, they were having like a, I'm going to out you for something we both did mm-hmm. war. Like, well, you wanted to kiss me in the closet. Well, you wanted to do this. Well, you said, I love you. Will you put the thing over the camera? And I'm like, <laughs> is, did you guys forget Lexi sitting in front Can of you? Can you imagine being Lexi in that moment? Did you see her eyes bug yes. the fuck out of her. Yeah. I've never seen her eyes bigger. And she, <laughs> this girl has big eyes already. And I mean that as a compliment, she has beautiful, big eyes. And then in that moment, they became so large and cartoonish mm-hmm. that she looked like a cartoon of somebody who was like uncomfortable was actually mm-hmm. her face. It yeah. was unreal. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously the whole show can't be that drama, but they like, it really should have been like the focal point. And it was like a focal point of the show, I think. But like, if they had make, made that a bigger deal on the show, I think they would have gotten more viewers because that was like the juicy shit that we wanted to see and we wanted to know more about. And we were all uncomfortable watching, maybe not all, but I was uncomfortable watching it. And I, I think you were, and I know I know uh, Lexi was. So like, I think that could have been like the focal point and would have made it a completely different show. And I was gonna say this, um, I kind of wish we had seen more of the dynamic between the coaches and the contestants and heard like what kind of advice they were giving because we got like a little bit of that, but not much. And then I also didn't like, I don't know if you picked up on this. It it kind of came, became like team spicy versus team, whatever the dude's name was. And it was like more team-based. And then eventually it became guys versus girls. And I really didn't like that. And I wish it weren't so team focused because I feel like the guys versus girls aspect the guys just wanted to win like they just wanted to win and I think the only girl down towards the end that she was really interested in was Sienna which was messy but it just felt like the guys were trying to get the girls out and they were like doing that like frat bro thing of like joining together and like just trying to be like the best and it it didn't matter as long as it was one of them and I thought that was like an interesting commentary because I don't know if it 
had to do with like their competitiveness or them not seeing any of the girls as like realistic opponents mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Just it was just like a lot of different things could have played into that dynamic. Yeah, I did think that I was like excited about the coach format, but I don't think it really played out well. And I think that's because mm-hmm. at some point their teams were really uneven. So they kind of made it less about the teams. And mm-hmm. then by the time they like evened out again, they didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But let me just say this. I was really into spicy Mari for a long time. And then there mm-hmm. was one scene oh. where she in everything she said, she lost all credibility and she lost <gasps> me. Entirely. Wait, what is it? I missed it. I don't know if I registered this. Lexi was basically saying, I like these people, but they're showing me these red flags and I don't want to look like a fool for ignoring mm-hmm. red flags. Oh, and okay. quote, spicy Mari said, you're going to look like a fool, but that's just being in love. No, bitch. That, that like applies to when you're being like silly or extra and you're like mm-hmm. making, I don't know, a like slideshow about how wonderful your first date was like, okay, yes, those things go out on a limb and look like a fool that does not apply to blatantly ignoring red flags. That's bad advice. Not even like (laughs) not great advice. That's bad advice. Mm -hmm. She basically was like, who cares if you look like an idiot on TV, pick the guy that's problematic. And I was (laughs) like, in what world spicy Madi? in what world? No. Yeah, I do agree that it I I don't think what she was saying was necessarily wrong, but it was like the context she was saying it in. Like, you're going to look like a fool. You might do things that make yourself look uncomfortable. People are going to have flaws that maybe you're going to have to like cop to or like, you know, like you have to yeah. like reconcile with people's flaws, but like actively being like, well, do what your heart tells you. Like, even if right. they're full of red flags, like, yeah, that's awful advice. Yes. I mean, she does get rid of all the red flag people, but like I said in the beginning, I feel like it becomes more of like a who's left after these people Mm -hmm. that I actually like became problematic. And Mm -hmm. we end up with like a decent top three, but Mm -hmm. Jasmine is the only girl left. And I pretty, I feel like she was only kept that long because she was the only girl left Mm -hmm. and they like were going to have a top three of all guys. Mm -hmm. And again, like, sorry to make this so gendered, but it's, it's the show, not me. And Mm -hmm. I feel like she, I I can't remember if she actually kissed anybody throughout the whole season besides Sienna, but when they're on like the final date, a few people, I think girls. Oh no, not any, not any girls. I I think think she only kissed guys and Sienna. She didn't kiss any other girls besides Sienna. Mm -hmm. And then when they're on those like last dates, she like Jasmine, like kind of is trying to kiss her. And like, you can tell Lexi's like not into it. And I'm like, yeah, because she doesn't actually like her. I don't think she likes mm-hmm. most of these people. What do you think about Josh winning? Oh, he, like, he's fine. I feel like I felt like he was trying to win. Like- he didn't. I didn't mm. think he liked her that much. I think he was trying to win the game. He kept talking about, oh, I'm going to win. I'm going to beat these people. I'm going to be the winner. Like, he was competitive and he was playing the game, but it didn't seem like he actually had feelings for her. He just, like, wanted to win the, the competition. Yeah. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> I also wanted to say, Mark, the guy with the lesbian moms, his little like tagline was like the nice guy. And he was so like, he was like stereotypical nice guy, quote unquote, where he like 
acted up when he didn't get his way and like was like really shitty and didn't even hug Lexi when he left like I was like wow he's he's playing into that stereotype really hard yeah yeah, yeah. I just wanted to mention it was that a- because that was wild <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, it, I'm I'm okay with her ending up with Josh as like her final pick. That's fine. But like, I've scoured the internet and can't find out if they ever spent any time together at mm-hmm. all after the show. Let alone if they're still like they're definitely not still together now because it's not even it's like nowhere on her social media. Yeah. But I don't see any pictures of them. I, I I feel like they never even went on a date after the show was over. Yeah, yeah. I think it. She had a lot of like friendship dynamics with a lot of them, and the mm-hmm. ones that. I, I said this before, the ones that she was actually into, she ended up eliminating because of like the red flags and the toxicity, yeah. which I think is a good thing. I don't think that's a bad thing, but it was she more attracted to those people because of emotional unavailability or like, you know, anxious attachment, like was there attraction to them because she knew it wasn't going to work, but then right. still had the integrity to like send them home and like not keep them, but like then ended up with people she didn't really want as much I don't know it it felt very much like she was like 19 and (laughs) on a dating show it it wasn't like the bachelor they're gonna marry each other yeah yeah exactly the bachelor people are only like 23 so don't give them don't give the bachelor that much credit but (laughs) but I definitely was like even if I had all the high hopes for you two as a couple you're literally 19 years old The, the statistical chances of you staying together are pretty low in the grand scheme mm. of things, but yeah. I'm curious if they'll like make any changes for season two. Like, will it be somebody who's older? Will it be will somebody it be who identifies differently? Mm-hmm. I think the coaches are here to say, cause they're the ones who alluded to season two. So mm. my guess, my prediction is that it's going to be the same. It's either going to be the same two coaches with a new lead or mm-hmm. the show's never going to see the light of day again. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be cool if the next season it was a guy pansexual lead? Like, so it wasn't because I feel like we've talked about this, how it's like more socially palatable for someone who's who identifies as a woman to be Mm -hmm. bisexual or pansexual and how like men are okay with dating a bisexual girl because it's like hot or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I would I feel like it would be such a cool dynamic in a show to see a guy as the lead dating a bunch of gay men and straight women. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun ass house and kind of fun because like women, I don't think would be, I don't, I guess it depends on what women would, would be in there, but I feel like women yeah. are less likely to hit on the gay men than the mm-hmm. guys in the house in this season. So like, maybe they just like all find like gay besties. And then it would be like more like caddy competition mm-hmm. rather than them like hooking up in the house. Like how fun would this be? Yeah. I'd like to see other like bisexual and pansexual contestants and not just like gay and straight though because I do like the messiness of like what if they do hook up with other people and how will that affect their standing in the house and all of that stuff mm-hmm. um so I do like that and I would love to see more non-binary people on it yes. um love always if you want some queer consultants we have input <laughs> if, you, if you happen to be listening to this we have input we'd love to come on we Send could be your queer coaches yes to no spicy Mari and that white dude but um <laughs> we could be like their queer predecessors people, wait that's it why did we never bring up like as a queer person what did she get too straight uh, I mean coaches? I don't like I don't know is, if they talk they about identify? their sexualities yeah I'm okay not sure. that's fair yeah I feel like they read as straight but that doesn't mean that they are so right. who am I to assume yeah 
Yeah. Coach Anthony at the end, he was kind of just standing there. Like it looked like he was a robot that got unplugged and he was just standing there like zoning out of the end. I was like, what's going on here? Like, sir, you are at work. <laughs> yeah, you are being filmed. <laughs> this is documented. <laughs> yeah. But uh it was still it was a fun time. It was I like to critique things, so I had fun with that part. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. And uh, we'll see what else is out there for us to watch. You know, these these bonus mm-hmm. episodes, take them as you get them. There's no structure yeah. here. So definitely send us any suggestions if you know of any queer shows, specifically reality shows coming out or that are already out. That way we can recap because this has been really fun. Yes. And if you like more content like this, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash guide. You know where to find us everywhere else. And, you know, I'm Billy Regina everywhere online as well. And I'm Hot Maspian. Thanks for listening. Bye.